In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Welcome into the Ben Burnett Show. My guest today is Carrie Ferrara from the Gaslight Group in Savannah, Georgia. I would like to thank the Hyatt Regency on Bay Street for the lavish accommodations that they have hooked me up with over the course of the last week or so as this in this massive Savannah run. And I also want to thank the Savannah Chamber of Commerce and their CEO, Burt Brantley, who is a gentleman and a scholar. Many of you know him. <laughs> Carrie, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. So Savannah is heavily predicated on tourism. If you don't know, now you know. And you need to come here immediately and find out. It is a city in the last, I would say, five years. It's probably since COVID that has just truly exploded in destination tourism. It is Wednesday, and it is just everywhere you go, there are people. And this is by every account out of season. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know that we really have out of season in Savannah anymore. We used to, but um, we don't really have those shoulder seasons so much here in Savannah because it's beautiful year round. So we have visitors who are here all the time. Thank goodness. Talk about this is as good a food city as the country has to offer. Agree. And, and I and I say that with 100% sincerity. Even your chain restaurants taste better if you ever just <laughs> wander through. I think it's because everybody just meanders around. Talk about talk about the the Gaslight Group and the and the restaurants that you guys have as as a part of that and where they all fit into the ecosystem and how you've seen business just explode. Sure. So the Gaslight Group is made up of several restaurants. We've got a great little dive bar called Abe's on Lincoln, and then we have a food truck as well. But um, the company really started with B. Matthews Eatery, which is right here in the downtown area, about 20 years ago. That's one a lot. There? That's what. That's one a lot of people know. Yeah, yeah, very, very well known for breakfast and and brunch. Um, and we've seen things change quite a bit. The great thing about B. Matthews is it stayed just consistently fabulous, and we do what we do best, which is breakfast, lunch, and brunch every day. Um, but it's been really nice to watch the other restaurants in town who have come in, and, and I would say probably over the last 10 years or so, to really build up that scene. Um, and, you know, it's it's obviously competition for us, but there's plenty to go around, and a, a high tide floats all boats. So we're really pleased to see that. We've gotten some really great fine dining restaurants that have come into the scene, and, and we've gotten some really great pizza joints. So we've got a little bit of everything here um, in Savannah. Our other restaurant that you asked about is the Five Spot, and that's really a very local neighborhood kitchen bar type thing. Um, not in the downtown area, but we actually have a lot of people who drive outside the downtown area when they come to visit, to visit the Five Spots. Um, we've got a little bit of everything on those menus, salads and sandwiches and burgers, something for everyone. How late is a dive bar open in Savannah, Georgia? That's a great question, and since I never see north of like 1030, I'm going to guess here. I think that we are 4 a.m., but we could look that up for you. Oh, my God. You could literally, by the time you made it back to your hotel, the sun might be coming up. You could just go ahead and, and run back out for breakfast and then work your way <laughs> through the day. The dive bar opens at 4 p.m., so, you know. When you look, talk about your role here with Visit Savannah 
on the executive committee? Sure. So I've been in the hospitality industry for a long time. I actually worked with Bert years and years and years ago at the Department of Economic Development. Um, back then, I was a regional project manager, and my job was to know all of the hospitality industry. He, know, he knows everybody. I know he does. Well, that's why he's so good at his job. That's a really important thing here in Savannah is knowing people and and knowing what makes everybody tick. So I'm glad he's here. But we met back when I was with the Department of Economic Development, and then I um, settled here in Savannah and and have worked here in the hospitality year for quite some time. And I've been lucky enough to be invited to work with Visit Savannah on their board of directors. And I sit on the executive uh, council now at, at Visit Savannah. And it's a great, amazing group of people who really have the best interest of Savannah on whole at heart. When you look at business-friendly places, the state of Georgia is business-friendly. Absolutely. Number one, I believe. Anybody whose mom has ever scored their baseball game will always <laughs> be like, that was a hit. But Atlanta is a very business-friendly place. I would argue with travel, tourism, freight, the airport, it is a, I've said it throughout several of the interviews that I have done down here. You can walk around and you can tell that people are hungry. Like this place enjoys the success that it has had and it is content, but it is not satisfied. And I think that's a tremendous compliment because if you go around plenty of the cities in Metro Atlanta, they're happy. People in Savannah don't have that choice. It has become such an international destination for transportation and trade. Absolutely. That it has to have, when you say that all the restaurants are happy for one another, like you can't help but be because you clearly couldn't seat everybody every single day. Absolutely not. How has what has happened in the last decade really transcended what you thought was possible? Well, I want to go back for just a second. And you talked about the the logistics and the transportation and how Savannah has become so, it's an international city because of that now. And I, I think that part of the reason that that is, is because we have such an amazing quality of life here, which has to do with all those wonderful restaurants and all the attractions and things that people have to do. There's great places to walk and great places to bike and things to see and and participate in all the time. And, and I think you don't get that level of industry and economic development unless you have that quality of life. So that's something I'm really proud of here in Savannah is that we have that, not just for those who visit, but for those who live here as well. As you have seen the growth that has transpired after COVID, clearly COVID's still around, but it's not the big deal that it was three or four years ago at this point. Where do you think that everything lands in the next five years as the airport continues to grow, as the convention center continues to grow, as the number of hotels that come online continue to grow, why does it make for a great place to not just come and visit and spend three or four days, but to set up shop and live life? I think one of the reasons that this is such an amazing place to come and set up shop is that the industry, the community, the business community, they really support one another. And I think that's one of the reasons we've grown as quickly and as strongly as we have is that you may not know that Hotelier A and Hotelier B shared secrets about which uh, luggage cart they used and how important that is when it's not really that important. Um, But you can feel it. You can feel here that the business community supports one another 
Um, I'll give you a great example of that, of how that, that extends. My husband works with adults with developmental disabilities. He's also worked in the hospitality industry here in Savannah. As has everyone. As has everyone. <laughs> y- you will hear that. As has everyone. He recently had a situation where he needed to find housing uh, short-term for one of the participants in his organization. It took less than five minutes and two phone calls for him to have four hoteliers step up and say, we'll be happy to help you tonight, no charge. And I think even if you don't know that story, as a business setting up in this town or a person visiting this town, you can feel that. You just feel how good the community feels and how supportive it is. So I think that's one of the things that's really catapulted us and made this such a wonderful place to, as you say, come and hang your shingle. I float ideas past Bert Brantley regularly because he's so creative. He When he invited me down or we were trading this back and forth the level of hospitality, like I love Atlanta. It's, it is, Metro Atlanta is home. I'm not going to take anything away from it, but it is not the South. <laughs> and, and when you come here, when I told him what I wanted to do, if I were to have this conversation in Metro Atlanta and be from somewhere else, the people here have taken care of everything on my behalf. And we're like, will you please come back? We, <laughs> we, we want to be able to showcase and highlight more stuff. So I might have to be on staff here. At, at some point in the near future. But it it is so remarkable when you see communities that have in, at certain points gone without, and they, they have never forgotten what it meant to be aspirational and continuing to build and strive and go for it. And to be honest with you, this city itself probably doesn't share all of my political leanings, and that's fine. But to me, capitalism is the golden goose. And when you look at how many, you, you trip over businesses that you see help you see help wanted signs because people are that busy to your point that every restaurant you have like how difficult is it to maintain and and create and give people an opportunity to come in all the time because this place is so busy or how how many days a week when you look at brunch is b matthews eatery and how how far in advance does it fill up um, it's it's pretty busy, I'll say that, but not enough that we don't want you to come and visit us. <laughs> I'm the marketing director, after all. After after all, I, but I have looked at every turn around every corner, and it is tons of interior renovations and build outs. This is not the most economically advantaged time in the history of this country. It's no? it's challenging, <laughs> but when you look and you walk around here, you wouldn't know it. And it goes to show the demand that you guys have been able to create from travel and tourism. As you as you as you unpack all of those facts and you look at, at things moving forward, do you think that there is an industry that you guys would want to seek out and chase? Or if there Savannah was missing that one thing, what would you say that if we had a little bit more of this, we would be good? Oh, that's an excellent question. I, I probably could answer it if you hadn't asked it to me. We're so ingrained in what's going on around town because we're, we're in the hospitality industry that we see all, all the fabulous things um, that are going on. I, you know, I think maybe we could use more activities for kids. That's kind of a lame duck answer, but it, it's, it's probably the thing that I would say is maybe more activities for kids. They're on Tybee Island. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw <laughs> them oh, all this morning. there's plenty to do here. There's plenty for them to do. but The proximity to the beach is one of the things that I think Savannah candidly undersells. And maybe that's not because it's in the city limits or technically not in the city limits. If you sit right here on Bay Street, you can be on the water. And I don't mean like the Savannah River. I mean like on the Atlantic Ocean. 
in 20 minutes. Yeah, 15 if you're quick. There's a lot of road work going on, so yeah. it's so it's 20. <laughs> but as you as you look around and you evaluate where those conversations have been and where they are going, and you say activities for kids, talk about the film industry and the impact that it has had because it is no longer Forrest Gump sitting on no. the on the bench, and that's what yeah. everybody knows if you know Savannah. But talk about what a difference that that has made to this town with respect to hospitality, with respect to the hoteliers, with respect to filming locations. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, the, the film industry in general has been um, kind of surprising. You know, we, we've been on that curve for a long time, you know, starting with Cape Fear and Forrest Gump and um, General's Daughter and and so many movies that were long ago. But, that was before Georgia was like Hollywood. That was, that was got it. That's one of the things that got it started for being Hollywood. You really don't realize all of the impact. Um, you know, we can talk dollars and cents and, and give you the figures, but what you don't think about is the craft services lady who wants to move here and has just bought a house because she does so many movies here that she decided to buy her home here. And the, um, the resale stores and the vintage stores who who really have a huge percentage of their sales that go to prop masters when they're here in Savannah. Those are the things you don't think about with films because you see the the giant trailers and you know they're taking fuel and you know that they're eating in the restaurants and you know they're, they're staying somewhere, but it's the little pieces here and there that you don't really get. Uh, the dog groomers when you have Lady and the Tramp that are here. It's amazing, the little tiny pieces that all come together. And, and the hospitality piece of it, the fact that people come here and want to look at the, the places where these, these um, movies were filmed and they want to walk in the same spot as John Travolta did or um, John Cusack. And I'm, I'm going back to the oldies. I know there have been a lot more recent ones that have been filmed here. And then there's the cool factor, too. You know, when you, you, know, you go into a, a restaurant, I'll, I'll tell you my quick story about, about running into people. I went into a restaurant one day and I went to use the restroom, went around a corner and physically bumped into somebody and jumped back and I said oh I'm so sorry and then looked up and realized that I knew her and being in the hospitality industry you know everybody but you don't always remember everybody's name because you meet so many people and so you fake it you just pretend like you know them and you say oh it's so good to see you how have you been it's been a while that is very southern it is isn't it and I, I totally did that and had that whole it's been a while I haven't seen you little you know conversation she reciprocated. We went our separate ways. And about three minutes later, I watched Ben Affleck walk up to her. And I realized I had just done that with Jennifer Garner. <laughs> so there's the cool factor of having the stars in your backyard is that you um, you run into people sometimes. She's like, oh, hey, girl. Oh, she was. She was so <laughs> kind and didn't act like the fool that I was at all. The worst part about that story is um, about 15 minutes later, I went to Leopold's ice cream to get some ice cream. And they were standing there. So it looked like I was stalking them that whole day. As, as we look... At, in, in your role on the executive committee for Visit Savannah, plenty of people come here for a weekend and they get hooked. Absolutely. What would you say in the coming years that Visit Savannah is going to be able to offer and bring to the table that they don't do today? Well, that's an excellent question. So Visit Savannah's goal is to market Savannah as a destination. And so their job is not in Savannah proper. Their job, our job, is to bring people here. So what are they going to be offering in the, the coming years? I think we're going to be going back into the international market pretty strongly. Um, we pulled back from that during COVID for obvious reasons. Yeah. But we're going to be hitting that hard. We're going to be going back into the, the communities that we were in. We'll be back in the UK and Germany. We'll be going into um, areas that we hadn't necessarily been in before. We put our toes in Australia right before 
COVID hit and we'll be going back into that. So I think that's one of the things that Visit Savannah can definitely be working, um, will be working on in the coming years. It is a 290-year-old city. It has cobblestone. It has beautiful churches. Even the graveyards here are nice. Gorgeous. It It is just a transcendent place in the country. Like, let alone we spend a lot of our time in Georgia. For everybody who loves to go tout some of the other colonial-style communities from the 1700s in the founding and, you know, in the birthplace of this country, Savannah is clearly one. And you look at places like Philadelphia or Boston, Massachusetts, and places like that, and they're awesome. But this city has a friendliness and a fondness and southern hospitality where some of Metro Atlanta has lost a lot of its southern roots. Savannah has not. So, Carrie, I want to thank you so much for spending time with me today. Anything that anything you'd like to leave my listeners with on when they should plan their next trip down here? Y'all should start planning now. We can't wait to see you. A couple of events throughout the year. If you had to pick one or two, what are they? Gosh, if I had to pick one or two events throughout the year, the Savannah Music Festival would be one of my top picks because that's about 17 days of music all across the city. So when you talk about how beautiful this city is, this is not one concert in one location. This is 17 days with multiple concerts on multiple days that are in churches, that are in outdoor uh, venues, that are in you know, homes, historic homes. And not only that, but they combine styles of music that you may not have seen before. So you may get um, an opera singer and a bluegrass band on the same stage. So definitely check that out. When When is it typically? That is in the spring. It's usually March, April. Definitely check their website. They've got an amazing website. I feel like the springtime, Savannah needs no help. Oh, that's true. Fall is the same, though. Our two busiest, busiest times are this, the fall and the spring. You know, spring brings St. Patrick's Day. So uh, if I had to name a second one, ne- I'm going to say check it. And that needs no introduction. Not at all. That is when you come down here and you pay top dollar for absolutely everything. But year-round, it is just a phenomenal. Even when it's cold, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that cold. This has been another episode of The Ben Burnett Show. We'll see you guys next week. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner.